0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Carlos Morgan, and this is the Artist Lineup Podcast, where I'll be interviewing artists and be talking with them about their music and their inspirations. Sponsored by Power 96.5 and WFO 1080 AM. Let's get into it. One. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Carlos Morgan, and it's a pleasure for me to be here. Uh, This is the Artist Lineup Podcast with your host. Um, It's a pleasure To have my first guest my first ever guest on the artist lineup I want y'all to give a big shout out raise your hands do something (laughs) out there and give it up for Franklin Crocker
1: thank you thank you thank you Uh, I'm gonna tell you this I truly appreciate you having me on your show to be the first is always amazing yes like there's a there's a certain ambiance with being the first of something so I really greatly appreciate you thinking about me
0: absolutely your show Thank you. Well, thank you for being here, man. And yes. you know, uh, it was about a month or so ago when you had us on your show. Yes. So when uh, we were talking about the guests that we wanted to have on my show here, you are one of the people that first came to mind. Thank you. Thank um, and you know, it's about um, it's about reciprocating and 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 showing love and support and encouragement to each other. Yes. Especially, I find in the black community, you know. So again, I'm. Very grateful for you being here and f- grateful for having us uh, you, when you had you. us on your show. Um, so tell us a bit about Franklin Crocker and your background because you're you have your show yes. on WUFO yes. 1080 AM or power 96.5. Yes. So tell us a bit about your beginning and how you got into the, the media business or starting your own podcast.
1: That's funny. Um, it's all by accident. But it's it's by accident in my theory, but it was always God's plan. I just never knew it was part of my plan. Okay. So my background is marketing and sales.
0: Okay. Oh, what and sales? And sales in what background? Automotive. Automotive okay. sales.
1: Okay. So I've trained uh, trained and coached, mentored some of the best salespeople in this world in regards mm-hmm. to just not even automotive, but just in regards to sales in general. Okay. Uh, I used to do sales for Google and Verizon doing search engine marketing. Okay. Um, and I've always thought outside the box i was always that person that well i'm not gonna say buck the system but i will go against the system and found and find my way to do something the foundation would be always laid okay i always wanted to create my own house on that foundation okay um so i use that same philosophy and even in the radio show so how i got into this radio thing was by accident my uncle was a very famous radio personality named Frankie Crocker okay. from the sixties to the nineties.
0: Wow. Um, and where was he what did he do his radio show? He
1: started his subsequently, he started his radio career here in Buffalo, New York at the same station. Wow. Uh, wow. back in the 60s. Okay. Um so he got really big and mm-hmm. he moved to New York City and was the number one radio personality on the radio show or the station WBLS.
0: Whoa. Um, okay. So
1: huge. Um and he helped to pioneer a lot of musicians' careers such as, and people, you know, Michael Jackson. Wow. Um, uh, Madonna. At the age of 19, Madonna's um, label did not know what to do with her. Mm-hmm. So they, she wasn't pop enough, but she wasn't urban either because she was white. Right. So they needed somebody to help kind of mold her and mm-hmm. bring that Madonna flair out. Right. So they chose Frankie Crocker. So Frankie mentored Madonna, and to this day, she still, you know, pioneers her career success behind Frankie.
0: Wow. Um, So,
1: you know, so I like to tell those kind of stories. Wendy Williams, um, another one, pioneers her career off of Frankie Crocker as well. She idolized Frankie. And the reason I bring all that up is, you know, we all need that person in our life to – make us better than who we are. True. To give us that vision and that that inspiration of becoming a better version of us. True. And Frankie did that a lot for a lot of musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would have these dynamic interviews because, again, remember, back then there was no social media. There was no internet. true. true. So you only had the radio. You only had TV true. in order to get your message to your fans. Yes. So he would have these stellar interviews on the radio to get across the world and... He allowed these artists to just tell their story to their fans, to get another side of that artist that you may not have never heard or seen before. Right. Um, so when I started, so by accident, um, I was actually trying to, I pitched it to Sheila. I was actually creating a dating app. Oh. And I and I pitched it to Sheila. What about, dating app is that? It's called Love, It was well, it's still called the same thing. It's Love Lingos.
0: Okay, is it
1: active? It is not active. Um, It's not active as of yet. So my whole goal, to be honest with you, and you're the first person that even asked me this, was to generate enough buzz using the radio, using my name, using my uncle's legacy, to get around the right people Mm -hmm. that could help fund this dating app. Okay. Which is pretty funny now because I just thought about this today. I forgot about the dating app until you kind of asked me about it. Wow. I've gotten so much excitement on this new journey of radio that I don't even care about the dating app anymore. And believe me, okay. the dating app is a billion dollar, what my concept is a billion dollar concept.
0: So how would you, if you don't mind me asking, yes. how would it, how would you compare it to other dating apps? Like, and, and how is
1: it different? How is it different? So I always was t- talking stories, so I hope you okay. don't mind. No, no Um, no. so the reason I came up with it, God, is, God has is always given me this vision in my dreams. Okay. He always supplies me with these amazing vivid dreams that when I wake up, I'm like, God, I know you just gave me that. So what happened was I was I went through a divorce. Okay. And through this divorce, I became depressed. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I was in New York City area. And it wasn't the city I was from. So everybody that I knew, my life surrounded around my ex-wife's family. Okay. So all my brother-in-laws became my best friends.
0: Oh, I see. So
1: when that divorce ended it kind of put a strain on the relationship between my brother-in-law. So Mm -hmm. I was isolated by myself in a town that I wasn't from.
0: This is in New York
1: city. This is in New York city. Yes. So I was at the time I was 242 pounds. Wow. I went down to 180 pounds off of stress. But then I said, okay, I need to manage myself better than what I was doing. So I started to, I started to ride my bike. Okay. Started 10 miles, 20 miles, 15 miles, you know, 30 miles started to play more sports, basketball, football, get myself more active. And then in this whole period of time, I said, okay, I need to find people to socialize with. So Mm -hmm. I decided to go on dating apps. The issue with dating apps that I have a problem with is, to me, they're all the same. They have different names, but the same substance is the same. It's based off of 300 characters. Okay. Based off of five pictures. Okay. I can't really tell... If that person is my forever, I'm for three hundred characters and five pictures. True, true. Can't. True. So the problem with that is now, granted, everyone has their own. Like Bumble is a great app, and it's made for women, and the woman decides first who they want to speak to versus the man making the first initiative. So that's their that's their pitch. Okay. Um, you have Tinder, which people are known for Tinder for hookups. Right. Uh, You have Match.com, which is more in sync, but they have actual a ton of questions to see if you could kind of match it with somebody. Okay. But again, people will tell you what they want you to hear. Right. To try to buy in. And I always look at it as, because I interview a lot of people, it's an interview. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's, it's, you go on a date, it's an interview. You true. don't meet the real person. You meet the representative of that person. True. Very until true. you, that until that day, you really meet that person. Like, oh, I didn't know this. If I'd have right. known this from day one, I might have been gone. Right. So I said, okay, let me create something. And let me, one more quick story. I went on a date with a lady and... She said that, so again, I, I, treat, I was treating dates like I was in sales. Okay. That's very basic questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so when is the last time you went on a date, I asked mm-hmm. this lady. She said yesterday. Okay, so I'm going to find out what the guy did right and what he did wrong. Because right. if he did something wrong, I'm not going down that lane. Right. If he did something right, guess what? I'm going to piggyback off of that and try to go a little higher than that. Right. So she's like, well, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm like, okay, ask your questions. What, what was good? What was bad? She told me. I said, well, what was the last time before that? She said, well, the day before that one. I said, so I'm the third guy this week. She says, no, you're the fifth guy this week. I said, it's Friday. She says, yeah, I started on Monday. Wow. I said, so what are you looking for? Out of these dates, he said, I'm looking for the perfect 10. I said, if you're looking for the perfect 10, you need to delete all of your apps because there is no perfect 10 out there. Right. The problem with dating app, there's too many choices. And if you okay. look at statistics, men outnumber women four to one in the world. So therefore, there's always going to be more women than men available. Right. So with that number being said, it's like, okay, you're looking for the perfect 10 On a dating app, it's never gonna happen. So her whole thing is just keep cycling through people until she finds the perfect guy. Mm -hmm. But there's not enough substance there to find a perfect guy. I said, Mm -hmm. what can I create to help people to have a better playing field in finding somebody the right person? So after I got divorced, I uh, got into the love languages, the five love languages, Mm. which is physical touch, Mm -hmm. words of affirmation, Mm -hmm. quality time, acts of services, and gifts.
0: What kind of gifts?
1: Gifts are like you giving somebody something. So, yeah, acts of kindness. So, oh, so okay. you show love by when I give you something, to you, you feel like you're loved because I bought you a gift or a car or whatever it may be. Something mm-hmm. of monetary value I bought you. So you feel right. love.
0: Right.
1: So I realized within my marriage, my ex-wife and I, weren't. we were loving each other but not on the same level. We weren't speaking the same language. Okay. She was loving me her way. I was loving her my way. But we weren't perceiving it as love with one another. Okay. So my my uh, love languages are words of affirmation and mm-hmm. physical touch. Okay. So that's how I felt. So when I wanted to show her love, it was physical touch mm-hmm. and words of affirmation. Right. When she wanted to show me love, it was uh, gifts and acts of services. So when you say acts of service, doing things. Meaning we... like doing something for me, cooking me dinner, oh, I see. Uh, okay. cleaning this or taking care of this for me, but I didn't perceive that as love.
0: What did you perceive it as?
1: Just being kind. It's like almost like that's a duty, but just like, you know, just normally what people do.
0: Oh, okay. But I didn't, I
1: didn't feel it as love. And then she didn't feel what I was doing as love. You know, good morning, sweetheart. Hope you have a beautiful day. Uh, so, again, we just, you know, I'll massage, like just make sure you come home tense and give you a massage. She didn't feel that as love.
0: What does she see
1: that as? She just felt it like I was just, you know, just being me.
0: Was that was there the breakdown in communication?
1: Breakdown in communication and language. Because again, love languages is about understanding the other person's why. And okay. I guess I didn't understand her why and she didn't understand my why. And we never had the conversation while we were married. I didn't realize this until after I was divorced. So communication is big because if we did communicate this during our marriage. I might still be married. Mm-hmm. However, God had a different plan for me, and I, I understand that. Um, so, so moving forward, I created this dating app to tr- try to help use the five love languages, but using it in a dating app format. Okay. So, what it would do is this. So, let's say I have so, for instance, in a dating app, you and I in the same room right now. Mm-hmm we go on any particular dating app it pings our location so it shows that we're exactly in the same space right it gives us a radius let's say 10 miles around that everybody's on this dating app that is essentially looking for a date and, okay. a, and a guy mm-hmm. so we you and I are going to see the exact same women okay so there's no science to that it's right. just a, it's just a, a location and a radius there's no science, there's no big science behind that right so with my app still we're still in the same room mm-hmm. still shows us a radius but if your love language is physical touch. Mine is words of affirmation. It's going to show me people that have the same love language right. as me. Right. So now it's a, I'm drilling down a little bit more to somebody. At least we share the same love language. Okay. It's going to drill down to yours, somebody that shares the same love language. So we're not just getting random people. Okay. At least we have yeah. people that at least share the same idea and yes. concept that we do right. in, in regards to love. Okay. So that's what my foundation of my dating app is about. Wow. So it's a little different. But there's, and again, it's it's more detailed than that, but that was just the basic foundation of it. And it's actually, what's funny, it's actually, this is the company here,
0: Love Lingos. Love Lingos, okay. Yes. It's
1: beautiful. It's called Love Lingos. Beautiful. So, you know, it was just a, you know, ling- again, I couldn't say love languages, so I just created another love way lingos. of lingos. Yeah. Love yeah, Lingos, Lingos means languages. So. That's right, that's yes. right. So that was the app. So that was nine months to a year ago that I, I, I get, I have the wire, um, I have the wireframe for the app, I have uh-huh. how it's all set up, but... The problem is creating an app costs a ton of money. It's a million dollars right, to right. create this app on both iOS and Mac platforms. So, question: How, Yes. So,
0: are you in any way, shape, or form connecting your Love Ling- Lingo's dating app and your Franklin Crocker show? Are they in any way connected, or are you keeping them autonomous?
1: Uh, right now, they're autonomous. But my whole my my original goal was to use the radio, find some way to create number one awareness for me and my brand as a person, mm-hmm. and then take that brand and grow it to a monetary value, take that monetary, and then invest it into the dating app. That was my goal. Okay. I fell so much in love with the radio, that's not my goal anymore. Oh, I see. So that's not, it's, not, it's, it's, it's actually a side note now. If it happens in the future, God bless it. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I can make a lot more money doing that, but I have a passion for this now with this radio. And looking at my uncle's legacy and what he did for the industry and people, when I say his name, it's crazy how people's eyes light up,
0: mm-hmm, and mm-hmm.
1: they're so nostalgic. They go back to the days. Oh my goodness, I remember when he was on the radio. I remember when he did this and did that, and it it takes them back to a time. And music does that to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Music for me is essential in my life. You hear it every day, but yeah. it's so essential where I could see a scene walking outside or seeing on TV or I can go to a play or a concert and it reminds me of a song in my head mm-hmm. and I, and I actually will start blurting out that song and people, when I talk to them every once in a while, I actually sing while I'm talking right. because a, some you may say something that reminds me of a song and I might just blurt it out. Right. Like, yo, Crocklin, Franklin, you're crazy. I'm like, I know, but that's okay. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So again, music to me is very powerful. And what we do with the radio show, our first show was called active listening. And what we did is we took Phil, we used a test song, which was Phil Collins in the air of the night. Okay. And a lot of people have said, and before we even went on the show, I asked 100 people what they thought the song was about. Mm-hmm. And 99 people was, were wrong. One person actually knew exactly what the song was about. How? But why was the 99 wrong and this one
0: person was right? Because
1: this person actually listened to the lyrics oh, okay. of the song. Okay. So the whole thing was about actively listening. Because a lot of times, artists like yourself, yes. you create beautiful music with a message behind it. Right. However, the naked ear doesn't hear the message. We hear the beat. We hear the melody. We hear the hook. But we don't hear the, the true message you're trying to extract out of that song. Right. So what I did with that first song was to say, okay... In the air tonight, Phil Collins, if you're older, you heard it. If you're younger, you heard it. If you watch Miami Vice, you definitely heard it. Right. And everybody's, oh, I love the drum line. I love the bass line. Okay, what's the song about? Nobody can tell me. Right. And what the song is about is actually him confronting a man, the man that was cheating with his wife on. Oh, okay. So this one part says, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. I seen your face before my friend, but I know you don't know who I am. Okay. So that line right there is key in the whole song. If you listen to that one line, you, can, you know the rest of the song now. You know right. the song is about something different. Everybody thought of somebody drowning. It was this, it was that. No, it's, he's confronting the man that's cheating with his wife. Right. And a lot of times, too, we don't actually listen to that song because I found myself sometimes where singing a song I've been singing for my whole life, and then I realized one day the one lyric that I thought that person was saying it was yeah. something totally different. True. It changed the whole song now.
0: That's something that's common in, in music. Super common. You know, people will hear a lyric. I've, you know, even me being an artist, a musician myself, where I've sang so many cover songs, and I'm singing the song, and then I realize that's not the lyric, and or I'm singing the song, and I know the lyric but the meaning is totally different than what the author of the song Totally meant, throws you off. You know? So when you say, so in your show you have something that says um, you want to hear people hear music differently. Yes. So is that a part That's of... That's the concept of the show. Oh, okay. to help
1: people to hear the songs differently now. You are the talented artist that creates the song. Right. I am the listener that listens to it. Right. So there's sometimes that, like you said, that disconnect. Right. I want to help people to hear that song, that message that you're trying to portray to help move them in their lives now. Okay. So it can be impactful in their lives. Because a lot of times it's a great meaning right. that can help somebody. I say this all the time. It's similar to you are the company you keep. Right. You are the music you also listen to. True. So depending upon the how you feel in the day, let's say you go through a, a breakup in a relationship. Right. And you want to listen to Mary J. Blige. Might be the wrong, like the old Mary J. Blige, the 401, not 401, but the uh, My Life. Right. Might be the wrong album to listen to. Why? Because she's going to... She's talking about pain. She's talking right. about the pain that she went through. So now you're experiencing her pain through your pain. It's gonna bring you probably just a little deeper sometimes. In my opinion, you want to get something a little bit more inspirational, a little more upbeat right. that shows you how to get past the pain, not how to go how how you're going through the pain while you're going through it. Okay. That's my opinion. Again, okay. I could be wrong, but that's I feel that way. So again, when I go to the gym, I may listen to some. I want to listen to some upbeat because right. it's gonna pump me up and get me through that gym. I, True. I may right. not be able to listen to. I can't listen to. Uh, you know, uh, a Luther Vandross, because I ain't really not, right, not, not yeah, unless yeah. it's one of upbeat songs. But True. I can't listen to you know something slow tempo because it's not help me in the gym. Right,
0: right, right. You know, right.
1: if 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 I listen to rock and roll all day, most likely my personality is gonna be aggressive, really right? aggressive. Okay. So you may need times where guess what can't listen to rock and roll all day. Bring it down and ask to something else that can calm you down and smooth you down. Yeah. At night, me personally, at night, I listen to more softer music.
0: Right, right. Because
1: it sets the mood. It's more in the mood. I can be by myself, but it's still softer music. Right. Daytime, waking up in the morning, I'm listening to something a little heavier,
0: a little heavier, get me up to the
1: day, get me pumped up. Yeah. So music is that powerful in our lives, and people don't realize how powerful it is. Yeah. And what I want to do with the active listening is similar to what we're doing right now. Yeah. If I could train myself to listen to music differently and yeah. hear the message, yeah. I can now train myself to listen to a person in the conversation. Oh, wow, Because a lot of times we don't listen to one another. You're thinking about what you want to say back, I'm thinking about what
0: I want to keep saying, and we're not really, we're missing each other. Okay, so it's, so let's talk about hip yes. hop then. So I find in commercial, contemporary hip hop, the, the, the lyrics mm-hmm. um, predominantly can be very Uh, violent, misogynistic, sexist, and with the overuse um, of the racialized, quote-unquote, word of the N-word, which I don't even like using that political terminology Mm -hmm. um, because I feel that in saying it, not to give it power, um, but in saying the word and then explaining the history of the word, because we find that in today's generation... Or I'll say in the past twenty, twenty, twenty-five years, mm-hmm. where you find in predominantly the black community where they're saying they're reclaiming the word when that word was never ours to claim in the first place. Hundred percent shouldn't have been our word, 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 word. word. right? And so, so, so with that word and these other themes in in hip hop, when you listen to hip hop and these lyrics are again very problematic in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yes, and I see how it informs and it 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 dictates. Um, behavior and attitude in youth society, youth generation right now. Yes. Then you as a listener, when you have these kind of conversations to get people to hear mm-hmm. lyrics differently or hear music differently, how do you address those kind of lyrics where they're problematic?
1: Yes, we do address those in a sense. Um, the, 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 that's, a good, that's a great question. You have to take everything like an elephant in a room, take it one bite at a time. Right. A little small bites, And we try to explain to people, again, it is entertainment as well. And even musicians will tell you that other musicians, it's they don't live that life that you think they're living. True. Something they're talking about, they're not living that life. It's just entertainment value. <laughs> and you right. have to be able to associate and distinguish the two. Okay, is this real life or is this entertainment? But a lot of young people don't
0: know that. A they see lo- what they see. A of lot of young people. And they go along 100%. with it. A
1: hundred percent. And the industry says it is. Actually ignites that, right? Correct. Because it's Correct. money behind it. Correct. There's money in the, and it's and as sad as it is, when I do inspirational reels videos, I may get a thousand people to look at it. If I do something ignorant or something that's like funny or something of entertainment value, mm-hmm. I can get twenty thousand people to watch it. But and it's and it's sad because when it's something inspirational, we don't take value to it. We don't right. try to use that in our lives to help us out, but we want to we be entertained all day. We want to kind of escape. And I, and I think a lot of times that music is an escapism for people. Right. It gets them out of the reality of the real world, of their nine to five jobs or whatever they're going through at the time, to escape to a whole another fantasy world because a lot of times it is fantasy. You watch these rap videos and you talk to them as hip-hop videos. These guys are jumping out of planes, the cars, the women, the jewelry, but that's all fantasy. And right. a lot of these guys will tell you, all these guys got this. fake. It's all fake jewelry. Right, right. It's not their vehicles at all. They're borrowing somebody else's car. Right. You know these houses that you see in the. You know, right. if you go back to the uh, the old days of MTV Cribs, right. A lot of those houses weren't even theirs. They were fake houses. They were somebody else's. Their managers or their attorneys. There were their houses. Right. They were showing off. Right. It's all fake. Yeah. So we have to be cognizant of that of that non-fiction world that we're, they're living in. Yeah. Like it, it's bad and that music again i think in my opinion is it's never going to get any better right because now we're now the world that we're going in right now we're going into this metaverse where you know google is creating this this universe that is all just this this almost like a game universe mm-hmm. where you're a character you're an avatar right and you and i could be doing this interview right now i can be at my house you can be at your house true we see each other still in our right. avatars and right. doing the exact same concept, but never right. see each other physically right. We're getting to that stage right now, right and when you again, when you think about how that's going to change the perspective of the world, because now I can become something body I'm not
0: true Very I true. can
1: become again, I'm five ten. In this world, I want to be 6'10". I want to play basketball now. Right. I want to be the center of the, of the L.A. Lakers. Right. And I can do that in this universe now. Right. But now when I get out of this universe, I'm back to being 5'10". Right. Do I try to go to, you know, do I try to go to L.A. and try to try out for the team now? I may do that because I think I'm really that good. Right. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. But this universe makes us go there. And the reason I'm bringing us all us up is, is similar to this music that we're going through. Yeah. It's this reality world that people get themselves caught into. And we have to kind of figure out what technology is great, but it also could hurt us in the, in the mental in the long run. Yes, especially like I said, with this new universe coming out, music is doing the same thing right now. So we need more music. So I'm going back to you again. We need more inspirational music like yours. Yes, that helps to bring us back to reality. Yeah, that helps us to get out of this metaverse universe that is going on right now. To say, okay, how can I really grow my life? How can I be a better version of myself? And use this music to ignite me and put a battery in my back to do that. Yeah. And that's and I think music can definitely do that. Especially wow. the music the music
0: you you create. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Wow, this is wonderful. This is a and 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 a really wonderful conversation we're having. And with all that you're doing for the show and with your love lingos, um, I wanna say congratulations, man. And thank you, um, thank you. And you know, continued success in all that you're doing, man, because you're, 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 a, you're a very bright, intelligent young man. I try to be,
1: but you know what's crazy? I say this all the time. I said, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I'm far from the dumbest. Right. And the reason I say that is this, you know, my Uncle Frankie taught me two things in the world. And one of them, everybody's always heard, is you don't ever have to be the smartest guy in the room. Right. Sometimes shutting up, it actually make you more smarter than actually talking. Right. Depending on what room you're in. And the other right. thing, too, was... You know, when you do step in the room, if nobody's looking at you, then you're doing something wrong. Because, Frankie, I don't know if you've seen his style. He was very flamboyant, very mm-hmm. out there. I'm talking about cowboy hats, cowboy boots, big glasses, big hair, little hair, braids, whatever he decided he felt like doing. Right. And he taught that to me in regards to even being yourself. Be you. Yeah. Don't be anybody else. And I got caught into, to be honest with you. Fall into his, trying to fall into his footsteps. I'm never going to be Frankie.
0: Right.
1: Frankie started his career off at 20 years old. He passed away when he was 62. So to call it 40, 30, 30, 40 years of his life, he was in the radio business. I mm. wasn't. I just started this nine, 10 months ago.
0: Wow. So
1: I, I'm never going to be Frankie in that regards. However, he did create a foundation for me. And I told you before, I'm going to build that house on that foundation that he created for me now. Right, but I'm you're going to make it your own. I'm going to make it my own. Right. Frankie never did social media. That's oh. one of my specialties. Frankie didn't have the internet. So he can never... So when it comes to that... And Frankie dealt with a lot of the celebrities. Okay. I try to deal with the listeners now. So I'm doing... I'm I'm the only other end of the spectrum. Okay. I want to get the listener's perspective on the artist versus always talking to the artist. Okay. Because a lot of times, you know, that listener has a lot of opinion. Even with my show, without listeners, I have no show. True. Without yeah, true. you, I have no show. True. So... I use the same thing in management. When I was managing salespeople, I used to always get into fights or confrontations with other managers. I would always let them know that guess what, guys, we're not the talent. Our job is to manage numbers. Our job is to manage the process. The talent is the people that's going out there every day, getting in front of customers, right. getting, their, getting their hearts broken by somebody telling them no or tell somebody They're the talent. Right. So with me, I had to I treat my show the same way. And I treat this whole entire. I'm not the talent, truly. Yes, right. I have the radio platform. I'm not the talent. I need people like you, and I need listeners that are
0: the talent to make the show bigger than what it is. And one quick question. Yes, sir. So Frank and, Frankie Crocker was your uncle. Oh, yes, Crocker. So you were named after your uncle? Yes. And your, and I, who is he? was Is Was your mother's brother or your father's? Fathers.
1: Okay. Fathers. So it's the Crocker side and the fathers, yes. Okay. So small world, um, there were... I'm see, it was, uh, there was, the family's very small. My father passed away, and, and this is, I'm 45 years old right now. Okay. So I look at my life, and my father passed away at 50 from oh, alcohol. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Um, you know, no, it's actually, it was a blessing in, in disguise. And at 14 years old, I had to look at life a little differently. Okay. I had to look at the glass half full versus glass, la- uh, glass half empty. Right. And the reason I say that is this, is his death actually helped me out when I didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though it was my father, I I idolized my father, but he was an alcoholic. Okay. So I didn't start drinking alcohol until I was 32 years old. Okay. Because I was scared to follow in his footsteps. Right. So by him dying, allowed me not to drink. So Mm -hmm. if he was now, again, I don't know what happened if he was living, but I could see a pattern of he was living. I may have followed in his footsteps. I'm Mm -hmm. drinking Mm -hmm. heavy like he did. Mm -hmm. So by him dying, he actually helped me out more than I even thought at the time. So his death actually helped me, and it helped me to look at now life differently. Mm-hmm. Because now I tell people, you can learn from anything in life. As long, the only thing you can't learn from is death. Right. When you die, you're dead. Right. But if somebody else dies, you can even still learn from their death. You can find out what not to do. And that's why, that helped me in my life through my entire life at 14 years old to look at things a little differently. When everybody says, oh, woe is me, I say, oh, guess what? Somebody says, I lost a dollar. You could have lost $2. Right.
0: True, true. Wow.
1: So it helped my life out, but my father passed away, and I know it sounds kind of weird me saying that, but it it really did.
0: Well, you you learned your father's passing taught you a lesson about yourself. About myself, that is a positive thing, definitely. So let people know where they can reach you and when your Franklin Crocker show is on. Like
1: Uh, my show is on every Tuesday on uh, WUFO Power ninety six point five, and that's my radio voice there. Uh, that's my intro. I do. So it's on uh every every Tuesday at 9:30 p.m. on uh, ninety six point five radiocom If you're not local, you can go to that app. Okay. and stream it around the world. Um, and my saying is, if your smart device isn't tuned into the Franklin Crocker Show, is it really considered smart? I like that. You, you know, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you where I got that from. I got that from Frankie. Oh, Frankie wow. used to say, if your radio isn't, if, if Frankie Crocker isn't on your radio, your radio isn't on. Again, I just remixed what he already made. That's
0: great. That's, all I did. That's
1: great. So I took, again, foundation. He created a foundation for me. Yeah. And it's funny that I, I, the reason I'm saying this, too, because Frankie, he has this monumental billboard. He had this monumental billboard. That was in New York City. It was him laying naked, sideways, holding his head. You ever see the Howard Stern? Yeah. You ever see that billboard? Yeah. Howard Stern got that from Frankie. Franklin wow. do that.
0: Wow, wow.
1: And I'm actually thinking about, I have a Bronco, this big Bronco with my logo on the top of it, I'm actually thinking about laying on the top of the truck <laughs> doing the exact same thing. So my whole point is I'm getting something else from my uncle again. I'm taking that's bits and pieces crazy. but remixing it to, to the new decade of yeah. the Franklin Crocker Show. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. So yeah.
0: That's great. Yeah. And where can people reach you on um, on social media? I social media, you can on. go
1: to uh, Facebook or Instagram at, at the Franklin Crocker Show uh, on Twitter and uh, on TikTok, it's Crocker Show. That's All it. right, stuff too. And on YouTube, it's actually the Franklin Crocker Show as well. So YouTube, TikTok, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and I'm actually going to be on Twitch pretty soon. Okay, which is another streaming Twitch TV, of- right? Twitch TV. Yeah, I'm actually going to okay. have my own little streaming thing up there. So a friend of mine out of Toronto, actually Jay Nice, out of the Chum. I think it's Chum Station in Toronto. Chum, Chum FM? Chum FM, yeah. Okay. It's like a 44, I think it's like a top 40 station. Yeah, yeah Yes, it is. Um, he actually put me onto that, and uh, yeah, so I'm going to try that out as well.
0: That's great, yeah. man. Franklin, so, thank you for coming Carlos, on the show. Thank you
1: for having me, sir. I really well, appreciate, appreciate it. You, and I
0: appreciate you, man. appreciate the
1: love, and I'm still rooting for you. Thank you. Anytime you have any concerts, any events, please give me a holler. I you will. Know, I'm, I'm on the next thing smoking. I'm the hardest oh, working man, man. to show People don't understand. that that truck got a lot of miles on it right now. I've Re- been driving. Wow. I'm going to place to place, man. So again, I'm I'm on the next thing smoking. You let me know, I'm there.
0: Thank you. I definitely will, man. Yep. And once again, thank you everybody for tuning into the artist lineup. My name is Carlos Morgan. And I also want to acknowledge that today is the national reconciliation day um for the indigenous people. Oh. Um so do they have that in America? I know it's happening in the I'm States. sure they do, but it's probably not really a lot of awareness for it now. Oh, okay. No. So right now I'm wearing this T-shirt called Every Child Matters and okay. uh, September 30th is uh, a special day in Canada for the indigenous people. That's so definitely. and everybody's asked to wear orange, so um, I just want to acknowledge that. And again, so tune in next time, tune in next week. We're going to have a new guest. Again, my name is Carlos Morgan and this is the Artist Lineup. Peace and love y'all. He's love. Yeah. Thank you.